Welcome to this Friday's episode of East Texas News Roundup, featuring Valerie Riddell of Crime Behind the Pine Curtain fame with a murder related to a crime that has been lately in the news. Hey folks, this is Valerie Riddell with Cry Behind the Pine Curtain, and we're going to travel back in time to 1975 for a murder in Northwest Houston. And one of the reasons why we picked today's murder is it has been all over the news about the explosion at Watson Manufacturing in Houston, where more than 100 homes were destroyed in Carverdale and feeds into, I know, Blaine Elementary and Dean Junior High and the Sci Fair School districts in Houston. That's still very much an evolving story and under investigation by state, federal, and local investigators to determine the cause and origin of that fire that happened in the early morning hours of June 24th. Right there in that Gester and Clay Road area has been the site of a few other disasters. And one of those was the disappearance and murder of Patricia Humphreys, who was 15 years old when she and her sister went to the Thunderbird Drive-In Movie theater on Clay Road, which was just a block from my house when I was a 10 to 14 year old kid growing up in Houston. I could actually watch the movies playing at the Thunderbird Drive-In from my upstairs bedroom. I had a balcony door that could look out. So all of those great 70s movies like Jeremiah Johnson with Robert Redford and all that, I could watch those, could not hear them worth a flip, but I could see the pictures back in the day when as a kid, you didn't have a TV in your room. But Patricia and her sister, Patricia was 15. Her older sister was 16. Her name is Deborah Humphreys, and the date was June 25th, 1975, so we're early summer. And the two girls got permission from their mom to use her white Mercury Montego to go to the Thunderbird Drive-In. And it was located at Clay and Campbell Road, just about two blocks from the Humphreys duplex in Houston. And it was a popular spot for teenagers. I know I spent, I don't know how many movies there, even, you know, the traditional way of paying admission and going in. It was a great thing. You youngsters won't know this, but mom and dad would load you up in your PJs and everybody would sit in the car and watch the movie. So the rules were that only the two girls would go. They would go straight to the movies and come right back together. Now, if you've ever been a teenager or raised a teenager, you know that that's probably not what happened. They gathered up a group of neighborhood kids and went to the theater. And that night, there was a double feature, Lenny, followed by Midnight Cowboy. And Dustin Hoffman was starring in both of those movies. So this group of five or six boys and girls watched the movies, ate popcorn, and talked. After the movie, when Deborah drove her mom's car back into their family driveway, she walked into the house alone. And she was really hoping that her sister was already there, but she wasn't. Sometime during the movie, Patricia decided to go to the concession stand. Patricia was about five feet five, 15 years old. She had brown hair that was a little past her shoulders, blue eyes, and she wore glasses after she had lost her first pair of contacts. Between the first and second film, the group went to the concession stand to get some more snacks and to grab some cigarettes. But the cigarette machine was broken or it didn't carry the specific kind of cigarettes that Patricia was looking for. I know back in the 70s, it just was not all that unusual for a high school kid to smoke. 
when the group got back to the car, Patricia decided that she was going to go down the street to 7-Eleven. Now, Clay Road was an extremely busy street, and I don't know, it's a little surprising that Patricia had the courage to walk the couple blocks to 7-Eleven on her own. Deborah remembers that after more than an hour, the group realized that Patricia had not come back. They searched around the drive-in, but nobody had seen her. They went to the concession stand, and she wasn't there. They went down to the 7-Eleven, and the store clerks there said they hadn't seen her. Deborah was plagued with guilt about letting her sister go alone because they were always told to travel together. And she's quoted in the Houston Chronicle years after this incident that she did not go with her. For some reason, I just did not go with her and I didn't worry until she had been gone quite a while. She felt a sense of responsibility being the older sister. As she came home, Deborah was hoping that her sister would be on the front porch or already asleep in her bedroom. And when she didn't find her, Deborah woke up her mother to tell her that Patricia was missing. A massive search ensued. Flyers went up all throughout the neighborhood. I know I had them at home and at school. Police interviewed everybody who knew Patricia. She would have been several years older than I was, but the family stood out in front of the theater for days afterwards, talking with customers as they entered the the theater to see if they had seen the teenager. Their father, Johnny Humphreys, had been working, but he flew in to Houston the day after Patricia went missing. That was in July. They found nothing, no sign of Patricia at all until the first week of December when a group of boys shooting BB guns in a field behind a church in the 5600 block of Hopper found skeletal remains. That's about 18 miles from the Thunderbird drive-in. Investigators ultimately discovered that those skeletal remains were Patricia. They identified her through a scar left on her skull from a surgery she had as an infant. And investigators believe that she did not live long after she went missing, and she may have been sexually assaulted before she died. I can't imagine what that poor girl must have went through in the last few hours of her life, he said. This case is still an active cold case file with the Houston Police Department Homicide Division. Sergeant Mike Peters was one of those early investigators. It's just really sad that it took so long to find anything, and they still don't have much of an answer. Johnny Humphreys, Patricia and Deborah's dad, was on TV several times pleading for Patricia's safe return in 1975. And even now, nearly 45 years later, they still would like to know what happened to Patricia and have the person responsible brought to justice. Anybody with information about what could have happened to Patricia is asked to call the HPD Homicide Division at 713-308-3600 or Crime Stoppers at 713-222-TIPS. This is a case that has haunted everybody that lived in that Spring Branch, Fair, Jersey Village area of Houston and graduated in the 70s and early 80s. Just always wondering, this story has been woefully underreported. It's difficult to find anything. I have tried to reach out to Deborah and the family and even the cold case squad in Houston and did not get any response. But if y'all have ever heard anything about a girl going missing from a drive-in theater right off of 290 in Houston, let's see if we can't find some answers for this family. I'm Valerie Riddell. This is Crimes Behind the Pine Curtain. Thanks for listening. We're going to be back really quickly with a new lineup and another murder. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.